Welcome in everybody to the Dynasty Mafia podcast. We're getting divisional this week with the divisional round, second round of the playoffs, super divisional, if you will. Just recapping the super wild card weekend and uh, pretty wild it was. So I'm going to stop uh, twisting my words. What's going on, fellas? Keenan, Eric, how are we today? Saturday going live, like we said. Uh, what's up? The I'm Bills nervous. are still playing football. I'm nervous. That's all that matters. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm getting nervous as a minute. Um, I've been nervous since I'm Wednesday. I've been nervous since Wednesday. The more I think about this game, the more I get nervous. I just wish they were playing at one o'clock like they did let yesterday. Um for our, last week. <laughs> so then we could yeah, last week. Um so we can enjoy the rest of the you know playoff games, but we got yeah. well, we have to we have to suffer through an early game. Three was it three o'clock start? Who's playing? I think it's four thirty. Whatever. Even longer in the day, yeah, four thirty-five. So, uh, the Packers and Rams getting us started, we're, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're, we're we're all playoffs today, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go over uh, the weekend matchups, talk about some spreads, some good bets, talk about some DFS lineups, and if we get a shot, like we tried last week, maybe we'll talk about some awards. Uh, but let's uh, let's recap your week, guys. How did the week go? Uh, another week of no. No fantasy, uh, dynasty leagues though. We're getting started into that. We're getting super close for a couple of weeks from talking dynasty. Uh, I've been making some trades. I know YouTube been making some trades. Uh, yeah. So how was your week? Not me. I haven't made any trades. I've been trying to. I told you. I, thought, I don't. I thought I don't the two make, of you traded. I don't know. I don't make trades till you know before. Well, you're having your you know weekly computer issue. Me and I, uh, Eric, had a chance to go look at all the free agent players for next year and how many wide receivers and running backs, good wide receiver and good running backs are available next year. And this is why I don't make trades until the free, until um, the off season gets rolling. I won't, I won't make any trades. So I'll let you guys talk about your trades. I actually didn't make any, but Antonio, Wait, well, I guess I'm crazy here. I've been I trying. Thought... I've been trying. I just haven't, haven't got anything done. You know, Eric for 17 straight weeks has texted me what I want what do you want for this player? What do you want for this pick? And he's hasn't texted me in a couple weeks. I think he's got the message across. I, the message. I gave up. <laughs> yeah. You need to, you need to quit that. If, if there's a nah. good move, hey, it, that's the thing though. Like right now, maybe there's players you don't want to sell, but there's definitely players you might want to buy. Uh, and, and that's what you got to look into. So I'm looking at what did I do. I got rid of James Robinson. Uh, we you obviously hated that trade though. You hated that trade 15 minutes Ooh. later. You did. No, you hated, the, you hated the trade. Fifteen minutes later, not at all. With savvy, yeah, I'm happy with that trade. Oh, not, now you are. But Eric, wasn't he wasn't he complaining that he didn't like the trade after he made it? I don't know where that came from. I'm the one that made the trade. So this oh. is what the trade was. It's I'm a one quarterback thing, but it's a, it was. I traded James Robinson and Hunter Henry for Cole Komet, Paris Campbell, and the 102. So what I how I looked at that was, you know, Cole Komet and Paris Campbell can probably equal Hunter Henry. I'd, I'd call that pretty close. Got younger, um, and and I got Paris Campbell, who I who I like, and then I got the one hundred two for James Robinson. I think that's really good value. Um, there's a chance as we get closer, maybe he's a little bit higher, or once the name, once you know, you see the name Trevor Lawrence hit that one hundred one spot. If that's the case, uh, it's going to raise the value, or even you know, whenever he gets drafted. Um, but again, I think the 102 itself is only going to raise value as we get closer. So maybe I could even move it. I, don't I think know. I think it was a good trade. I thought it was a good trade too. Yeah, but I, I remember you saying, saying I remember you saying that you're not happy that you trade James Robinson. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, no, sorry. Don't miss. I'm not happy in general. I feel bad. I don't want to miss out on the J-Rob experience if if Lawrence comes in and they keep him and and goodness, he's, you know, a top five back. Um, but at the same point, I think at 102, I can get something very comparable or even get more value for that. And that's what I'm about right now. Value. Uh, value is big for me. Well, well, since we're talking about the Jags, I mean, they just hired Urban Meyer. Um, what do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, how, that's excited about how excited are you? Tell me, tell me. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. Um, no, I'm excited about it. I mean, everyone, you know, there. I know there's people that think he might go with Fields with 101, but I, I, you know, it's set in stone. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence, and you know, especially excited for James Robinson. You know, he he could be the Ezekiel Elliott in this offense. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's one. I don't believe any of that rumors that he's going to take Fields over over um, Lawrence because just because Urban Meyer was a coach in Ohio State doesn't mean he has any connection to Fields. He didn't. He didn't bring him into Ohio State. He didn't coach Fields while well, Fields was in Ohio State. So I don't. I, there's no connection there. If if they hired Ohio State's current head coach, then then I could see it happening. But they're gonna go with Lawrence. Um, I think. I think it was a good hire. I want to give it a B if I'm grading it. I. I just don't know. I mean, look what happened with Nick Saban. He didn't really have any, you know, NFL. Um, success when he coached the Dolphins. I don't know what Urban Meyer is going to bring in, bring into the NFL. I don't. He's had a couple years off. He, in the thing is, that what's unique about Urban Meyer? He he's not really an offensive coordinator, and he's not a defensive coordinator. He kind of came into the into coaching like as an assistant. So like he, you know, usually you have a coach that comes in. He's either one or the other. So. Yeah, that's a very good point, and we got uh, Earth Resident 22 coming in. Big shout-out from uh, Wyoming. Let's go, Josh. Josh hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, hell yeah, and we're going to be talking about him soon, that's for sure. Uh, but, no, you're, you're right. Urban Meyer is going to – we don't know. The, the top college coaches that have come through haven't really shown too much promise, uh, but Urban hasn't had that yet. And I think, as he just said, he's only going to a situation where he's going to win. Him and Shad Khan, I think he's going to be given the castle. I think he's going to be allowed to do whatever he wants to do. He's got four picks in the top four, four uh, two rounds. He's going to have a lot of muscle. He's got 101, and, and who knows? Like you said, maybe maybe he'll go with Fields, but he did say a couple years ago Trevor Lawrence is the potential best college quarterback ever. Like he's not. That's that a offense, lot. That offense can be really good, though. I'd- yeah, you got to buy. You got to buy Chark. You got to buy Chenault. Uh, you know I love Chenault. He's a massive buy for me. Uh, well, that's on. for sure. Let's talk. I got him. You want? You want? You want to? That's like the to only you? league I don't have him in. Literally, literally, like the only league. Um, no. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk about another head coach that just got hired, Robert Sala, with uh, the New York Jets, the old defensive coordinator with the Niners, uh, first Muslim head coach in the NFL. So that's oh wow, that's really nice. That's nice. really nice to see. But what do you think? He's obviously defensive. So is that the right move for Sam Darnold? Do you think they're no. going to stay with Sam Darnold? 102, they currently have. Uh, I I think I don't think it's a great hire for the Jets because so much we've seen it here in Buffalo. So much has to go right for a defensive coordinator to be successful. Um, I mean, they drafted Josh here in Buffalo, obviously, and he's worked out so far. He's you know he's having an MVP type of season, but what if Josh Allen wasn't 
at, wasn't as good as what he is today. McDermott's probably on the hot seat and probably getting fired this year because this would be his fourth year, right? And now them hiring Robert Sala, he's got to hit on that quarterback. It doesn't matter how good that defense is. It's all up to that quarterback. And if he if he makes the wrong decision, if he keeps Sam Darnold or, or drafts Fields or whoever at two, if it's the wrong decision, he's going to be out. It doesn't matter how good that defense is. Yeah, he, is I, the, he is the best coach available out there, but I don't think this was a good good fit for him. It, I would have liked him to go to the Chargers, where they had a quarterback established. Yeah, I think I actually I think it could be it could work out. It depends it depends what they do. I mean, I think they could keep Darnold, and you know because because if, if they could build a good team around him, I think Darnold could do enough to actually have you know a good team, a playoff potential team. I mean, because I, I still, I still think Darnold has talent. I, I agree. I definitely agree. I think that's the Adam Gase factor. Look what Tannehill is doing in Tennessee. He's having the best stretch of games in his career. What is it, twenty-two games or whatever he started with the Titans? When he was in Miami, he they were he was so bad. I mean, you know, we laughed at it, at the contract that the Tennessee Titans signed um, Tannehill last year. We're like, oh my God, what are you paying this guy? He's you know. Look what he did in Miami. This this one this twelve game stretch was a fluke. Clearly, it's not. Um, he's played well. Um, if you get the right offensive coordinator in there, I think I think Darnold can be successful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's enough Jets talk for the moment. I think we all believe in Darnold. Wow, we love the Jets here. <laughs> Rashad <laughs> Perriman, he made him look good. He made him look good. But yeah, I do love wanna... him for the two wins they gave us every year. Yeah, I love <laughs> I those two wins. I love those two wins. Let's step back for one second. We did get a question, another one coming from, from Earth Resident. He wonders with Jacksonville, would you be surprised if they did trade down and grabbed, you know, like uh, Matty Ice or Matt Stafford and, and stocked up on their picks? Because it, it's not – the problem that I think uh, – Keenan, how about you? How about you talk about that one first? How, what do you think about I, that? I can't see the Jags doing that. I can see the Jets doing that. Um, the, I mean, the Jets already have a few first-round picks – because they traded um, their safety uh, Adams to Seattle, and I think, I think what Jacksonville has already established, they have a great running back, they have a great wide receiver, um, a couple great pieces on 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 defense. They're way ahead of where the Jets are, so I don't think all I think J- what Jacksonville needs is that quarterback, and and why not bring in a young quarterback on a rookie contract where you can sign more pieces around him. Um, Instead of paying a Matty Ice or or Stafford on those on those big huge contracts that they're that they have already, I, where the Jets, they're what do they have for a young whoever to keep? If they keep Darnold or well, they obviously won't draft Fields if they trade too. But if they keep Darnold, what do they have right now? Do they have a good wide receiver? Do they have a good running back? Denzel Mims. Yeah, yeah nothing I, nothing fully established. But but to counteract you and. You know, I don't mean to interrupt fully, but to counteract you with the reason they could get Stafford or Matty Ice is the fact that they they are established. Chark is a very he can be a very good one if you give him the quarterback to do it. We see what Chenault can do in the slot. You know, we can't forget obviously what James Robinson is doing in their defense. While they did blow it up, they have four picks in the first two rounds. They have yeah, eleven picks overall. Let me let me counter by saying that we've seen what rookie quarterbacks like Herbert can do in the, in the NFL. So I I'm. I'm taking a pick. You you gotta you gotta draft Sunshine. Um, especially imagine if if Sunshine becomes Peyton Manning and you're kicking yourself because you traded for a couple couple picks. You know what and I mean? That's, 
hundred yeah. percent. That's the only thing that you can probably stand on right now with that. Like any other year, like last year, maybe even next year, you can look at it and say, you know, maybe that is a wise decision for what we're doing right now. But especially in a win now, so that's why I do think they may wind up going Lawrence because he thinks he can get him to start winning right away. But trading for a quarterback would would be something. They have enough cap, salary cap to do it, and the cap's really kind of imaginary. Yeah, to be honest, so they can make do with whatever they need. Um, but I really well, like that question, though. Well, since yeah, it's a great question. But since since we're talking about you know uh, Matty Ice and well, the Falcons, kind of. Well, I liked what they who they hired. They hired Arthur Smith, um, offense coordinator from the Tennessee Titans, and we just talked about Tannehill and the pro, the progress he's made under uh, Smith. So we can see we talked about that leap year all all last offseason, guys. We could see the leap year this year. Um, so for for Matty Ice, so I, I think I really like that hire for Atlanta. Um, and I think if they don't take a quarterback at four, I think. Uh, I think Matty Ice is going to be might be might be a buy uh, in Dynasty. Depends on what happens at the draft. Obviously, he, he really much could be, and and as well as a trade target for other teams. I mean, if they do try to get rid of him, if they come in and they say, "Oh, you know, let's let's revamp this offense. Uh, we don't have a running back. Uh, our offensive line is shaky. We have Calvin Ridley. We can build around that." Um, but maybe they could trade him over. Who knows? Um, but that's something to see. But you're right. Um, we talked about Matt Ryan's uh, leap year. Every other year, he has either a top five or, or bottom 15 or behind 15 finish. So it, yeah. it's tough to see. And uh, that's exciting though. It's exciting to get something new. It's always exciting to, to bring a new offense. So we're going to dive more into that uh, in the off season, which I'm really excited for, but let's slide on a little bit. Oh, actually, Eric, do you have anything to say there to wrap that up? He, he's excited to talk about the Eagles. Uh, we're talking about on, on the Jags trading down. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a little bit crazy. I mean, in a way, if they want to compete right now, it makes it would make sense. But I, just who Trevor Lawrence could be, you know, for the next potentially twenty years, you know, to me makes it a little bit crazy to to pass up on him. Yeah, the hype's going to be ridiculous. I'm already annoyed by the hype of Trevor Lawrence, and we still got three more months till the draft. And then, like I said, once that name and that pick, we were talking before this, once the name and the pick, once it's like, hey, I, I, I Trevor Lawrence is drafted now, people are going to want to get him even more. So that hype's going to be something we just haven't really seen before. Uh, but, yeah, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson was fired. We we know that was coming. The We didn't know that was no, coming. We, sorry. Did we? Sorry, I meant, I meant we, it, it came and – we know now because we're talking a few days later after yeah. it that it happened. So yeah. Doug Peterson was not chosen over Carson Wentz. Uh, Jeff Lurie, the owner, obviously helped with that, made that big decision. Why? Well, I mean, first off, like, what do you think of that decision? And then second off, what the hell do you do with Jalen Hurts? Well, I'll, I'll say I don't, I don't necessarily think they were picking between Wentz and Peterson because whoever the next coach is coming in is going to decide who he wants as his quarterback. I mean, I think, unless 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 whoever they bring in, they demand uses Carson Wentz. But I mean, he just drafted Hurts. You know, you saw a little bit. I, you saw some flashes from him. You know, it's possible. I think I think, I think they definitely did choose between Wentz and and Peterson because you they can't trade Wentz. That's what it's going to come down to. So you're you're going to bring both of these guys back. You're bringing you're bringing that negative energy to the locker room for another season. To it in in your team in a division 
you're a team that's in a division that you can win easily next year. So now you're going to bring this negative energy and you're going to redo this all over again. So we can't trade once. Let's fire the coach. There's no salary cap on the, on the coach. Get rid of them. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's what that's that's what that's the way I see it. When it comes down to Pete or uh, Wentz and Hurts, guess what? You get whoever the new coaches. You got yourself a quarterback battle in the offseason. Um, and if Wentz loses, you're going to sit sit behind the bench until we until we can you know until next year when we can trade you when the dead cap is a lot lower. Uh, but I mean, Hurts played well, maybe a game or two. The last two games of the season, did he really show anything? Especially against um, Washington there. I, he was all over the place. I mean, they're um, a good defense. But yeah, they're very good defense. But, but I mean, still, like, he was still missing wide open, open wide receivers. I mean, I guess that, that touchdown or the, the pass where he threw the – through the pat to the wide open wide receiver at his feet or whatever. Yeah. I guess uh, that was kind of t- a tough throw to make, but still you want your quarterback to make a play like that when the wide receiver is wide open. Um, and made, I guess he made the offense the, better. What's that? He made he the offense. The, better. He, he did make the offense better. Absolutely. For, you know, the, those four games, but who's to say next year that offense is back to struggle, struggle and what it hurts. Yeah. I, also, also possibly next year when they're healthier, you know, the, the you know yeah. their offensive line is fully healthy. You know they have you know healthy tight ends, healthy wide receivers, and it looks better with Wentz maybe. And you're going to get another wide receiver at what what pick today? At four, five, six? They might get they might get oh, that they get kid from Alabama. Chase yeah, or, the kid from Alabama that just you know put up yeah Smith. Yeah, put up more catches than the whole wide receiving core for Philly had all season, and he put it up in one half. Just kidding, but. <laughs> But <laughs> I, but the reports with them hiring Doug Marone or Adam Gase, it coming out this past week, it's just laughable. If you know, if they hire, I really if, hope it's not true. If they hire either of those, they're you know, you you well, might as well, you might as well just wrap sell the franchise at that point. <laughs> I was listening to the Trade Addicts Pod over with Dynasty Outhouse and uh, Dynasty Rocky Rocky Pacella, and he, he was busy big Eagles fan. He said Hugh Laurie hasn't. Well, even the Eagles in general haven't hired a retread coach, I think, once maybe in the last 32 years, something like that. And the last five out of the last six have been offensive offensive minded. So I don't know if they're gonna go retread. I really don't. I think they're gonna grab uh like he like he was saying, I think they're gonna grab an assistant coach, uh up and coming coordinator, something along the lines of that. Um I, I was surprised Dable didn't interval Brian Dable, the Bills coordinator, but it sounds like he might be a front runner for the Chargers. So uh more to come on that. But uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's all I got to say. I don't know what's going to come out. I really hope the Eagles can figure out something right because you know I'm a big Miles Sanders believer. And it's not that the offense can't do anything. They just can't stay healthy. And when they can, we can, we're can. we hoping we can see what they really are able to do. So bring in somebody offensive-minded, maybe a enemy. maybe there. We'll, well see. I hate, th- I hate that nickname, by the way. <laughs> what, what nickname? <laughs> that's right, Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> yeah, we listen, got a Sasha, listen, we'll, Sasha Litter coming in with a Go Browns comment. I'm trying to go to an AFC Championship game next week, so I'm going to so, be first uh, in line. So, uh, too, Go Browns, right. Go Bills. Home yeah. game here at the Oh, man. That, that would be amazing. Well, that's actually really – why don't we lead into that? Why don't we lean into that? We're going to talk about uh, division rounds matchups this weekend. Let's let's start it up with uh, 
Why don't we? Why don't we talk for Sasha? Why don't we talk about the Cleveland Brown Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, geez, wow, Cleveland Brown Kansas City game. Here we go. Uh, what do you think, Eric? What's going to happen with that game? The line opened at minus ten for Kansas City. Disrespect on Cleveland or respect on Andy Reid off the bye? Was he undefeated after the bye or something like that? I believe it's one uh, twenty-two. I think one. it's actually a little bit of disrespect. I think it. I think it could be just a, a one-possession game and. I, you know, the Browns, they they have fire under them right now. You know, everyone's on social media pretty much, try, you know, saying that there's no way they're going to win, and everyone's just, you know, giving a spark in them. Um, yeah, I just – I still think the Chiefs are going to come out on top, but obviously I'm hoping that that the Browns come out on top so that way the Bills can have a, a home game for the AFC Championship if we, if we come out victorious today. So, but, yeah, um, if, if I had to put my money on it, I'd – I would go with the Chiefs, but maybe not. Maybe not yeah, maybe not with the spread. Yeah, that ten points is uh, that's a lot of points. Um, I mean, even to be straight up though, like the Browns, it's not people are going going saying around like that was a fluke. What happened last week? The snap was a Ooh. fluke. After that, was it forty points? After that, they have they have a great run defense. Or I'm sorry, they have a great run offense. We know that. They can control the game. That's probably what they're going to try and do against Kansas City. Um, I'm sure they're going to come out. Chubb and Chubb and Kareem combined will probably have 10 to 15 carries if they can. As best uh, Baker will make the throws because he can make the throws. I think you're going to see a Donovan People-Jones wake up. I think that's going to be a good game for him. I think Austin Hooper is going to find the end zone. Uh, Vegas has him at the highest over under 57. So they clearly think the Browns are going to score points. I mean, it's 27-37. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. 27-37, a little under that if you're in uh, the Kansas City Browns world. 34-24, that's what it is. Sorry. So it, they clearly think they're going to score. Um, but it's just Kansas City off a of bye. I don't know. Browns got a good defense. Uh, I just it, That's when you start looking, can can the Kansas City offense do better than the Browns defense? And then can the Browns offense keep up with Kansas City's defense? You know, when I look at it that way, I think Kansas City has to take it. Um, I teased them, to be honest. Teasing got him up six I points. Wanna, I, I want. I want to pick the Browns. I want to. I really do. The Chiefs haven't played an important game in weeks. This is why I want to pick the Browns. They haven't. They haven't played an important game in weeks. They have, it's, they have two buys pretty much. Week seventeen and last week. Week sixteen, Atlanta should have beat them. They were up 17-14. Mahomes should have thrown a pick. Mahomes has played pretty bad. He in the last eight weeks, where he's went from MVP. You know, top MVP candidate to third or fourth, maybe depend, depending on how you see Derrick Henry. Yes, Eric, I owe you twenty bucks. Um, what was that? I owe you twenty bucks, but you owe what? me you owe me twenty. The the MVP bet. I oh. said I said Mahomes is going to win no matter what, but oh, yeah. it's probably not going to happen. Um, I want to pick the Browns. I want to, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I get it's, it. It's they're gonna. Chiefs are gonna win by ten points. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't. If I'm a betting man, which I am, I'm taking the points. I'll take. I'll take Cleveland with the ten and a half. But the Chiefs are gonna win. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to our listener. <laughs> sorry, Sasha. Yeah. Uh, Eric, what do you have? You got the Browns or the Chiefs? Oh yeah. So I said I'll. I'll take the Browns with the points. Rounds with uh, the points. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be a close game. Hey, you know if if um, Mahomes and Mayfield can put up a 60, 66 to fifty nine game like they did in college, it'll be very entertaining. 
Is that the last time they met? I don't know if they met in the pros yet, but the last time they met in college, they put up a 66 to 59. Um, Oklahoma yep. one. Ba- Baker beat uh, Mahomes. I do remember that. I do remember that. And no, I don't think they have, but I'm not positive. So is this going to be like a New York Giants are the kryptonite for the Patriots? And now uh, Baker's going to be the kryptonite for Mahomes? I hope so. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. But I actually, I'm gonna go the Chiefs minus ten. I, oh, I think, Sasha, I kill him. I think they're gonna. So, um, like I said, I think teasing the Chiefs minus four is just um, a slam dunk. We'll talk about what my second tease with that is after, because we're gonna slide over to the NFC for the first game of the weekend, and that's gonna be your Green Bay Packers home against the Los Angeles Rams. That's at four thirty-five uh, in about two hours from now. So Green Bay is minus six and a half. That's a touchdown. We know Jared Goss playing. John Walford uh, unfortunately hurt his neck. He was having a good game. It was nice to see some promise from him, but then we saw Goff come in. Uh, it didn't throw too much. We know that thumb was bothering me. He tried to protect it really well. Another week down, he gets to play in that freezing cold temperatures, which we know Aaron Rodgers absolutely kills it. He's 26-9-1 against the spread in Lambeau under freezing temperatures. So. Keenan, what do you have here? It's an over-under 45-and-a-half, so they aren't expecting a ton of points. A nice defensive game against the Rams being the number one, and he's probably going to have Jalen Ramsey shadowing Devontae Adams. So what do you see in this game? The Packers. Uh, Goff is hurt, playing injured or whatever. Um, Cooper Cup playing injured. 30-20 Packers. 30, 20 Packers. So what do you – so do you think Devontae Adams is going to be shut down by Ramsey? No. No. Oh, God, no. God, no. Um, I mean, it, he's not going to have a Devontae Adams performance that we're uh, accustomed to, but uh, he's not going to shut him down to, you know, a couple of catches. I guess see Adams having six catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown or something like that, you know, something, something normal, I guess. But, but yeah. Uh, I, 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 would you say the spread was? Six seven. and a half. Seven, yeah. Did it go up to seven? Uh, I mean, I you said touchdown, so. Well, yeah, sorry. It's six and a half, but that seven does matter, Keenan. Don't you dare. At half a point. Yeah, I, could really I, actually, I think Devontae Adams is going to have a great game. Um, he's a spoiler, he's in my DFS lineup, but um, it, this is this is where Aaron Rodgers – you know, shows his shows why he's elite and shows why he's had an elite career and is going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, he, he's going to go to his main target, and you know, I know Jalen Ramsey's going to be on him, but Devontae Adams, you know, he's king money. He's the best wide receiver in the game, and and you know, I think he's going to come come out and you know and show why they should move on to the NFC Championship. And um, I'm I'm going with Green Bay with the with the spread there, and you know. Jared Goff's, you know, banged up too, and Cooper Cup's banged up. You know what? I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Green Bay. Uh, you know, I think I think Green Bay could easily win by two scores here. How do you think Aaron Jones is going to be able to perform? Because he didn't do too well last week against Chicago. We know that defense is great. Uh, you know, had over 100 yards uh, against Tennessee week before, and then Carolina before that. Do you think Aaron Jones is going to be a big factor this week, especially with the Chicago played play the Saints last week? You're talking about you were talking about week sixteen. Oh, sorry, two weeks. Week seventeen. My apologies. Yeah. 
Yeah. So since yeah, because obviously they had the buy, so it, it's just like three out of the last five, four out of the last five games, he's had at least two touchdowns or he's had over 100 yards. So, do you think they're going to try and run the ball and control the control the game that way? And Aaron Rodgers won't be able to do too much. I mean, Devontae Adams, of course, in the red zone. Anytime they get there, they're going to throw the ball. So he's got a shot at a touchdown. And like you said, Eric, probably not a crazy Devontae Adams 150 yard touchdown game. But what do you yeah. think they're going to do with Aaron Jones? If the Packers try to run the ball, they're asking to lose. Keep the ball in uh, Rodgers' hands. That's probably well, I, fair. I, I think I think they'll get up early and and then after that, obviously try to control the game and run the ball. But you know, like you said, they're they're going to push push down the field, and then once they're in the red zone, they're going to be going to Devontae Adams. Exactly, and, and and that's kind of more so. I believe I do think the Packers are gonna are gonna have this game pretty handily. Um, I understand the Rams have a great defense, but Goff in the snow is not the best. Goff with his thumb, Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. I mean, there's just so many factors that make it very tough for somebody to to point towards the Rams. Even with that six and a half points, like I'm laying the points on the Packers. I'm teasing the Packers as well. That is my second teaser. I have teased, teased Green Bay minus half a point, and then I got Kansas City minus four. So I, I feel pretty nice about that teaser. Um, but uh, I think the Rams are going to try to come out to play. I think Cam Akers is going to be a big factor, too. They're going to need to run that ball as well. I think they're going to try and control it with the run. So it's going to be interesting to see the first few drives between these teams. Especially when you got Matt LaFleur, who was the understudy of Sean McVay. Now he's uh, competing against him. So that'll be pretty interesting. Isn't um, – what's his face? Uh their defensive lineman hurt. Why can't I think of his name? Who? Aaron Donald? Yeah, he's hurt too. He's with broken ribs, right? Um, I know. I don't think it was confirmed they broke, were they? I know he's having a lot. It's a pain tolerance right now for him, and he's going to play. But you're right. That's that's. Uh, it just he just has hurt ribs. Yeah. Uh, so let's break it up for a moment. Don't they did, you know, that there. line did come up with five sacks and ten hits on Wilson last week. Right, and he did. They oh. had a lot of pressure, and he hurt himself early. Aaron Donald did, so that's why I think they're they're going to be coming quick. They're going to be forcing everything up the middle. Probably, uh, we know Aaron Rodgers doesn't do too much on his feet, so they're going to try to get pressure on him in the pocket, even though he's got the quickest release time in the league. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's take a break for a moment here and let you know that you can find us on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF, and uh, right here if you're catching us. Live, you can see our handles uh, at Antonio Denisi FF, at Eric D underscore FF, and at Keenan underscore 716. Make sure you're checking us out on YouTube as well. Uh, you can find us, Dynasty Mafia Podcast, uh, on YouTube. So, all right, let's slide over to the Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, the Saturday night game, 8 15. Primetime, as all of these games are. Uh, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> we're, all, we're all very nervous, but uh, Josh Allen. a little over here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens the last six weeks have put up 267 yards on the ground on average. That is the most since 1949 in a six-game span. So do you guys see there's, there's talks of the weather being uh, potentially a factor, especially with the wind? The, Bra- uh, the Ravens are playing great, guys. So – the Bills are also playing great. What's gonna what's going down in this game? We got a, a two and a half uh, point favorite for the Bills over under 49 and a half. So Vegas doesn't think it's gonna be a, a crazy high scoring game, but maybe like a 27-24, 27-23 game. 
I sure as hell hope it's not like that. Looking um, outside right now in Buffalo, I think the uh, the weather people are on. So it's well, listen, listen, listen. The weather here can change like that, Eric. Yeah. Um. I. All right. So. <laughs> Break it down, Keenan. Break it down. Right. What are you so going to do? Listen, all week long, I keep thinking about that Buffalo versus Kansas City game when Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ran all over us. Now, you know, you got Dobbins, you got Edwards, and you got a running quarterback in Lamar. I'm nervous. I, and I hate to say it, Baltimore's going to win. Oh, my Whoa! I, I kick. You're getting muted for Whoa, that. Man. Get him out of here. Um, I, um, I, no, listen, Bills are coming I, out victorious. No, he yeah. we muted him. No, he doesn't get to talk. You, no, I'm not unmuting no, you. No, I'm not unmuting you. No. Say that kind of stuff. <laughs> All, right. All right. Listen, let me let I'm usually negative when it comes to playoff games. Not that we experience any that many playoff games for either, you know, professional team that we have here, but even even when the Sabres were in the, making the playoffs, I was nervous, and I always said that we were going to lose or whatever. So, hopefully, guys, just pretend, just hope that I'm You're wrong. Too nervous right now. I'm You're nervous. Right now. I, I got I got a I got a bucket over here to throw up. I, I am. I'm so I, I'm not worried about the pass game. You know, I do think we're we can shut them down potentially. Uh, get an interception or two um, with the way you know Lamar he struggled this year, and and you know he he is prone to throwing some interceptions and making mistakes. But I, I do worry about the run games. But I am hoping, you know, that you know Sean McDermott. He has led us here. He's led us to the playoffs once again, and I, I I believe in him figuring out a way to keep this run game contained somehow, some way. Um, they did play their worst game in probably ten weeks last week, and they still found a way to win. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it comes down to, in my opinion. Brian Dable is going to be the biggest factor in this game, and it's going to come down to adjustments. Last week. We all said it. We said, what's going to happen? Indianapolis is going to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. They're going to try to keep the ball to Allen's hands. What's Buffalo got to do? They have to try and get up early. And if they can get up early, they're going to do it. And what do they do? They did. Indianapolis gave 10 carries to Jonathan Taylor in the first quarter. Buffalo came out with their few drives and just ran it down there and, and, and scored really quickly. So it, it put pressure on Phillip Rivers, but Phillip Rivers made the throws. That's the big difference that I don't see with Baltimore. Is Robert Griffin, or geez, Robert, Robert is, Griffin. Is Lamar yes. Jackson, yes. Jackson going to be able to yes. make those throws? I was thinking of all like the inaccuracy has come to my mind. So is 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 uh, Lamar Jackson? He's not. He's not going to be able man. to make those throws because he's not a good thrower. Well, but he's and, a good runner, and our deep run defense sucks. Yeah, but the run defense stinks because we are so good at the pass. That's why we don't care too much about the run. The Jets had almost 200 yards against us, and we won 18 to 10. Uh, the Patriots, they had almost over 200 yards against us, and we beat them. Uh, like you said, uh, Tennessee, that was really the one variable. Uh, Arizona, Murray ran all over us, but we still barely lost on the Hail Murray. We won. I, I mean, I wish. In my mind, we always won. We won, yeah. <laughs> In my mind. But but that the point is, like, we're still able to win since then. Like, we haven't lost since Arizona. And even though people are running against us, we are scoring. Uh, and, and, again, this isn't a, a homer call against Baltimore at all. Like, Baltimore is a great team. It's just when you put them both on paper, their defense is good. Buffalo's defense is good. But, again, if we've seen what happens to Lamar when they cannot run the ball, 
And that's what they've done the last six games is run the ball. And if that's all they want to do is keep running around running, they're not scoring over 30 points a game. They haven't been doing that with all of this running that they've been doing. Yeah. So that's why I think if the Bills can score 25 plus points, it's their game. And I don't, I don't see Baltimore bringing enough. I don't think Allen's a fluke. Um, no, absolutely not. Allen's Allen's going to be the best no. quarterback in the league in two years. So yeah, I said it. Now teasing the teasing the Ravens plus eight and a half. That's a different conversation. That's a good bet in my mind. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think it is going to hit the over of 49 and a half. I think it will. So I don't think the weather is going to be too much. And even with the wind, Allen's got a strong arm. So does anybody have anything left in that game? Allen is the best quarterback against the Blitz in the ring. Oh, that's another good point. Thank you. And and look for Dawson Knox to have a great game. Um, the Ravens are horrible against against tight ends. Yeah, if he can catch the ball. Um, but but yeah. reminding of, of the defensive line, Calais Campbell and uh, Matthew Judon, they're fantastic. They're going to try to keep Allen inside the pocket. They're not going to let him scramble. That's the thing. So that's where you're, you're right. That's where Dawson Knox, that's where Cole Beasley, that's where hopefully John Brown up top is going to come in. I'm hoping to see Diggs put up a touchdown because uh, it would just be really nice to see that consistency and see him be able to keep doing it against the better teams because that's what we want to see, of course, because uh, he's one of the best in the league. And we're going to talk about him a little later as well. Um, is that all you got for the uh, – so what? You, what's your final predictions, guys? Uh, the minus two and a half with the Bills. Bills. Spread. What are you guys thinking? Bills. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah, let's not even ask yeah. you. Yeah. I'm too nervous for this. I'm not used to playoff games, okay, guys? Just kidding. Hey, just I know. I hear you there. It's move on. Move on. Yeah, we'll move on. But I, I do – again, not only – I think the Bills are going to take that two and a half. I hope uh, so. Right. So last, last game, last game, the Buccaneers and the Saints. Saints looking to sweep the Buccaneers thrice. They've already done it twice this year, obviously being in the same division. So with that being said, Tom Brady had his two worst games of the year against the Saints. They've had their two biggest blowouts against the Saints. They are 1-5 when they are playing the top 10 defenses DVOA. So with that being said again, What's going to happen, Eric? The, you say the, oh, the Saints, yeah, that's thank you. The, the New Orleans Saints are minus three. Over-unders 52. So I, I do think I do think the Saints are going to come out on top here. Um, so I, I will take them with the spread. But, yeah, I just I – I think, I think overall they have the best, better all-around team. And, and right now I think, I think Breeze is – you know, a lot of people were talking about earlier in the season that he doesn't got what it, what it takes, but I think he's got plenty left, plenty left to go for the for these next com- couple games for this run. And you know, obviously he's going to retire after this season. And I, I think everyone just needs to really appreciate what this game is because this is two of the greatest of all time, potentially for the last time ever playing each other, and one of them potentially his last game ever. Um, maybe both of them, depending on what Brady does next year, but. Brady's not going anywhere. Grandpa over here wants to play till he's ninety. He said forty-five. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> Grandpa uh, might. But yeah, I, I think the Saints are going to come out on top. I I agree with you. I think the Saints will definitely win this game. I was looking around my my basement down here to see if we have a broom down here, but I guess they're on the garage because they're going to sweep them. Um, final score: thirty-four twenty-four. Um, Saints. T- this this game is all on the on the Tampa Bay defense. Honestly, uh, Todd Bowles and. Todd Bowles' defense. Ever since him and uh, Bruce Arian were hired, 
to be coach and defensive coordinator there in Tampa Bay, they've allowed 30.8 points per game against Breeze and the Saints. So until that changes, I got to go with, with Breeze in that offense. Um, like I said, 34-24. Um, if you want to tease this and give the Bucks eight points, you might make a little bit more money. So um, I, could, I could see them winning by more than two scores. Or two scores. Wow, where is the respect on Tom Brady? Like There's I understand, dude. I didn't week one, scores. <laughs> can we mute him? I'm sick of him too. No, it, it, week one they they lost 34-23 to the Saints, so it makes sense. Brady had a couple hundred, or 240 yards, touchdown, two touchdowns. But the, the second time they played, uh, 38 to three in week nine, they lost. They worst one of the worst losses of Brady's career. Had no touchdowns, three picks. But it's playoff Tom Brady, guys. It is playoff Tom Brady. It is Bruce Arians. It is that I'm slinging it, throwing the ball nonstop. I think Brady throws the ball 50 times this game. I really and do. That's the problem right there. I that's think not he's Tom Brady. Have, that's but that is Tom Brady. If it needs to be Tom Brady, that's the thing. If that's what they need, he's going to do it. Uh, I think you also got to think if Brady's throwing 50 times, they're losing. That's most likely, yeah, because Breeze is over there slinging the ball also. Or they just want to keep the the you know foot on the pedal on the gas as well. You know, I mean, I just, I could see a 400 yard, three touchdown performance. I could see breeze doing it too. Like you remember that the, the saints uh, Steelers game a couple years ago when Roethlisberger and breeze combined for like 900 yards and like nine touchdowns or 10 touchdowns. Like, I wonder if I could see that happening this week and it just goes all offensive mind and defense is just kind of let loose and, and they aren't doing much. Um, so with that being said, I actually, I, I have the bucks plus three. I actually have the bucks straight up. I think the Bucks well, are winning this game. Well, we know who has the losing ticket. Picture. Let me, let me, let me, let me just, let me paint this picture. All right. It's very possible. I think it'll be close. And I know this is kind of selfish, but it was just something I was thinking about that I, I just, I have to mention. So week sixteen, the Bills played against uh, the Patriots, right? Yes, sir. We are. Uh, they they beat the Patriots and they knocked them out of the playoffs for the first time in you know, 15, 14 years. Now Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. What if he beats New Orleans, goes to Lambeau and beats Lambeau? Don't start this shit. Don't, I mean, excuse me, don't start this. And then right. you have a no. uh, Buffalo Bill, no. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady no. No. battle. And if he wins, man, I mean, that just solidifies everything. He could go out, he could just retire there. Who knows? But if he doesn't, that's just the ultimate – and it's a redemption. It's a great story to see, like if the Bills can do that. It was great if the Browns. I mean, even on the other side, the AFC. If the Browns can beat the Chiefs, can you imagine Cleveland against Buffalo over twenty-five plus years since they've both been in the AFC Championship, and then they're facing each other? It's it's. I hate it, but I love it at the same time because I love seeing those kind of stories where teams are finally successful after so many years, such such long years of, of negativity. I just hate that it's the same year for these two teams. I mean, the Bills kind of had it last year, but. You know, you, as much as you want to see Cleveland do it, it's it's going to be a tough battle. We we obviously talked about that game uh, a little earlier, but um, yeah, I think the Bucks are going to win this game. I'm taking the Bucks too with the points plus three. I tease the Bucks uh, to get plus nine, um, and I tease them with uh, the Bills to do plus four and a half, plus three and a half. So, want to put ten bucks on the game? The Bucks game, I'll take that for me. Ten bucks straight up money line. Ten bucks or two hundred cans. Him and <laughs> Stay, he's had this joke since I've known don't, him since ninth grade. Don't, don't throw away the same, same joke. <laughs> same joke. I can't imagine what your garage your garage is probably filled with 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 cans to be deposited. Oh, God. It's, it's a pop can dispensary. <laughs> oh, 
All right, that's gonna that's gonna wrap up our divisional previews. Uh, so ten bucks, ten bucks. Let's do it, man. We got this. We got this. Yeah. Nobody called the gambling hotline on this guy Keenan over here. I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's shift over to the best part of fantasy uh, left in the playoffs, and that's uh, the uh, DFS daily fantasy. We're gonna be talking DraftKings. We're gonna be talking about our lineups. I hope you listened to me last week. I placed in the top half percent in the big money. Um, it wasn't a lot of money win, but it was nice to be in like 500th. <laughs> I think, I think I was like 10 points from like a hundredth spot. And that was still, there was just so many of the same lineups that it was a big split. So, uh, but anyways, Eric, why don't, or Keenan, why don't you talk about your diet lineup? No, 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 no. Go. Oh. Um, my page is reloading. Go back. Go to Eric. Oh. Eric, you could talk about your lineup. Keenan struggling. My DFS lineup. Your DFS lineup for the uh, the big money tournament for the four games this weekend. The big million dollar lineup here. All what, right. uh, what was tough? What was a tough decision for you? Because like we talked about last week, uh, you're you're, get, you're really splitting hairs with how great of talent you have to pick between because you're getting down to the nitty gritty of the elite of the elite. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it was. I mean, there was a few few decisions I had to make, but I mean, overall, I, I feel pretty confident about it, and felt it wasn't too too tough. I guess I got I got some good guys on some good prices, um, but I got my quarterback. I'm going with uh, Baker Mayfield at 5300. Obviously, going against the Chiefs, I think they're going to have to pass a ton, um, and I'm actually stacking him with Jarvis Landry at 5600. Um, you know, Landry last week he had a, he had a good week, and obviously, I think he's going to have to. You know, get a lot of targets this week. I, obviously, they're you know they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot. Um, my two running backs, I went with Devin Singletary at forty five hundred, no Zach Moss. Um, you know, I I'm not super excited about this one, but I needed a cheap play, and I, you know he's guaranteed touches. So uh, my other running back, I'm going with Cam Akers. Um, like we said, Goff is a little bit banged up, and I think they're gonna have to you know, try and rely on the run game to try and keep the ball out of Green Bay's hands. Uh, and he was 5,700. Uh, and then I went with Devontae Adams at 8,600. I think he's going to have a great week. Uh, like we talked about, he, he's the red zone guy there in Green Bay. And, you know, I think, I think they're just going to you know, just steamroll right over them and, and have a great game. Uh, and then I also went with Tyree Kill at 8,000. Yeah, um, I, I think they're going to, you know, with the way Cleveland's been playing, I think KC's going to have to just continue to keep putting points up to stay ahead. Um, and, you know, Tyreek Hill, he's the number one option there, along with uh, Travis Kelsey. And my tight end, I went with Mark Andrews at 5,000. Uh, I, I wanted to get Kelsey, but I was a little bit short on cash, so I had to go with Mark Andrews, which I'm fine with. You know, he's going to get targets. Um, I think the Bills are going to be – you know, more worried about the run game and which might open things up a little bit more with Andrews. But overall, I think we're going to be able to shut the pass game down. But I still think he comes out with a good amount of targets to put up a good game. And my flex, I went Gabriel Davis. Uh, again, I, like last week, I think he's going to put up another another good week. And, um, you know, I think with, with uh, uh, Mar- Marlon Humphrey on digs, you know, could – Maybe make Allen have to rely on Davis a little bit more again this week. And then with my defense, I went with um, – Davis was 4,000. And with my defense, I went with the Bills at 2,900. Hoping they get an interception or two on, on Lamar Jackson. So He's guaranteed to throw an interception. We've seen that throw last week. 
down the field. He hundred percent, yeah. yeah. Especially like we said, the weather is going to be factoring in. So I, I actually wonder if it's going to be like a Josh Allen Lamar Jackson battle of the run game. Do you think like they both have like over ten rushes to try I don't to want show that? He's the other. Oh, want you know, that. he gets like seven or eight rushes anyway before you even realize yeah. it. So I don't think ten is going to be too much. Uh, but speaking of, he is my quarterback this week. Um, you know, he Eric, you did go with Baker Mayfield. He was the cheapest besides Goff. Goff's injured. Uh, Baker should throw, but there's a chance that the, that defense really, Kansas City does hold him down. Um, as much as I had Josh Allen, now that I was talking myself into Tom Brady, I actually think I made that swing just now. So I'm going with Tom Brady because I think, like I was saying, I, I think this week it's playoff Tom Brady. Like I, I, I think he's going to be able to do it. I think Josh Allen's going to have a great game because they're going to have to take uh, the lead pretty quickly. But I'm going with Tom Brady. He is $1,100 cheaper. You can't make. Sorry to interrupt, but you better hope uh, playoff Tom Brady doesn't come out come out from last year. Hey, I know whole different team though. It's it's a whole different team, and uh, so let's talk about. Oh, sorry. Now that I'm just tweaking this mid mid conversation, it's got me. Got me dazzled. I think you know what? Let's go with J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, and Elvin Kamara. So I got Elvin Kamara and Cam Akers in my running back spot, and then I got J.K. Dobbins in my flex. So I think Dobbins is going to need to get the ball a lot. Um, he's going to not need to, but he he will be getting the ball a lot. I think, like we said, Jackson will. We'll see. We're really going to see who Lamar is this week. We really, really will. Uh, but like we said earlier, Cam Akers is probably going to get a lot of the ball. Uh, with Goff being still injured, with the temperature being so low, they're going to want to keep Rodgers off the field. Kamara against Tampa Bay, if I think Brady's going to you know, be able to throw for all these yards, then obviously Kamara is going to be probably used a lot in the passing game um, and hopefully used a lot in the running game. And Latavius Murray doesn't have to come into play. So uh, $7,900, bucks, i like that price. Eric, same thing with you. I went with Tyreek Hill. I think he's guaranteed a touchdown against Cleveland um, or at least a 100-yard game. He's, he's going to show up. And then I have Antonio Brown. Uh, I think that uh, he's got a touchdown now, I believe, in five, four straight weeks, five touchdowns in the last four weeks. So he's going to try to make that five straight games. I think he does it. Uh, Gabriel Davis, like you said, Eric, um, he's probably going to need to be used. Diggs is probably going to be covered up. So I think Gabriel Davis at $4,000 is a very nice price uh, in DFS. Uh, Austin Hooper, the tight end for Cleveland, he had a touchdown last week, had a really good game. Uh, we kind of saw this coming, or at least, you know, I was talking about that last week of Hooper playing well. I think they're going to do it again. Kansas City is not the best uh, against tight ends. We know Baker loves his tight ends. So I could see Hooper Hooper stepping up to have a good game at $3,800. I really like that one. And uh, my final is the Bills uh, against the Ravens for $2,900. Uh, the reason why I didn't want to go $3,900 with the Packers, because like we were saying, that game, that game could wind up being uh, a bit more high scoring than we were anticipating, than everyone's anticipating. Um, or the Packers just kind of get, I don't know, run. I don't like the price. I don't like them being the top one. Uh, the Chiefs against Cleveland, uh, we're not sure. Vegas has them as the highest total, so I just kind of wanted to stay away. So for 2900 bucks, I could see the Bills-Baltimore Ravens game being potentially under 45 points, especially if the weather gets nasty. And like you said, Keenan, we saw Lamar's horrible throw last week. We've seen a few of them. If the Bills can get a pick, uh, that's going to be really beneficial. So that, that saves it up for me. I was, about up. Put, I was about to put you on mute. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, all, right. all right, so I'm not switching my quarterback. I'm going with Josh Allen. I know I said that Baltimore is going to win, but if Baltimore loses and Josh Allen has a great game, then maybe I'll win some more money, some money on here. So I'm trying to, you know, jinx the Ravens by saying that they're going to win. So let me do it the other way around here and pick Allen as my as my quarterback. Um, at, at running back, I got Acres um, and Kamara at. 
uh, my wide receivers, I got Brown, Landry, and Michael Thomas. I start, I, th- I think Landry's going to have another great game. It looks like him and Baker have found a great connection. Michael Thomas for 6,700. You can't beat that. And, and same thing with Antonio Brown and Tom Brady. I think they found their connection from New England there, uh, even though he only played one game. Um, at Flex, I went with two, two Bills, um, and I mentioned it. I mentioned that the Ravens are bad covering tight end, so I went with Dustin Knox, and I'm hoping to get that you know t- touchdown. He's got to catch it first. Yeah, he's got to catch it. But also, looking at the numbers, they're not really good at covering running backs out of the backfield either. Um, so I went with Singletary. With Moss being hurt, uh, don't shake your head, Moss being out, I feel like they're going to rely on Singletary a little bit more. Um, I don't think Yeldon is going to – is it Yeldon that's playing, or is it Williams? I think Antonio. I, I think Antonio Williams. Well, yeah. they're both, connected, but I think Antonio. It does, yeah, it, it doesn't matter who it is. I think they're gonna they're gonna rely on Singletary. Um, he's gonna get more of uh, Moss's, um, I guess, playing time than the other two. And then at defense, I just went with the Packers um, with an injured Jared Goff and a injured. It seems like it. The whole Rams are injured. A lot of the Rams are injured, so I went with the Rams. Yeah, with Donald, especially like you said, with Donald's ribs, that's why. That's why I'm kind of wondering if that's what Green Bay might try to do is attack them right up the middle with Jones early. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's tough with what Rodgers is doing. It's tough. It's tough to say, hey, he's not going to come out and get three or four touchdowns and just kind of, kind of put it in them, even though they have a great defense. Uh, so yeah, that'd be the DFS lineups for the week. I'm going to wrap mine up, and then we'll. I wanted you to both do that. So uh, Tom Brady at quarterback, Elvin Kamara, Cam Akers at running back, Tyreek Hill, Antonio Brown, Gabriel Davis at wide receiver. Tight ends, Austin Hooper. Flex is J.K. Dobbins. Defense, Buffalo Bills. My, right. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, Baker at Mayfield at quarterback. Devin Singletary and Cam Akers at running back. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and um, I don't have it up with me. I forgot who I picked. Um, and Gabriel Davis I have as my flex. Um, oh, yeah, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. And Mark Andrews, and then the Bills defense. Yeah, and I went with Allen at quarterback, Akers in Singletary at running back, and Kamara at flex as well. Uh, my wide receivers are Antonio Brown, Landry, Michael Thomas. Uh, my tight end is our boy Dawson Knox and the Chiefs defense. Beautiful, beautiful. So, so again, that wraps up the DFS. Good luck to you this weekend uh, with that. Let's close it out. With some uh, fantasy awards. Uh, I know we were talking about trying to do it last week, ran out of time a little bit, and I think it's still very proper to have. We're still very fresh, um, and it's not very many. It's just five awards. Uh, so, And a few of these players we've already talked about, so we don't have to go crazy with it. But let's start off with the the big, the big caboozle, the fantasy MVP. I know we were having a conversation about a few players up top here, Devontae Adams, Elvin Kamara, Derek Henry had a 2,000-yard year. Uh, obviously, we talked about what Kyler Murray was able to do, um, finishing as the, as the number one. And we actually wound up going with uh, Josh Allen. So we've been talking a lot about him. And Keenan, why don't you explain to us a little bit more why we, why we went with Josh Allen? I mean, what was he? Probably the third, fourth, fifth running – or why – Oh my God, quarterback taken off the board. Um, but he finished, you know, only two points behind Murray. At Murray was quarterback one, Allen was quarterback two. Um, if you add Allen's week seventeen performance, he's number one. Um, I thought, I mean, just Allen just took a huge step, fantasy wise and as a and as a 
good quarterback in the NFL. So I think it'll stay safe to say that if, if you won a championship, you most likely had Josh Allen at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he was, he was number two through week 16, but only two points behind Kyler. And he was actually being taken as the eighth quarterback. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't have that up. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, well, I'm on fantasy pros. I see him as nine. But regardless, yeah, it's eighth on yeah. Yahoo. Um, but you're right. I mean, sorry, Goner. No, you're good. Oh, was that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we went with him because he had he had no game where he was a quarterback two or worse. Like a quarterback three or worse. I'm sorry. No game out of the top 24 quarterback. So he never had a game that really killed you. We saw the floor, especially with the rushing ability. Uh, he had three finishes as the number one, and he had 10 finishes as a top five quarterback. I mean, consistency was there. Uh, we're going to dive into consistency a little more later this season. But uh, like you guys said, it was massive leap it's been talked about all year he's up for mvp for the regular season so ultimately it's just something we had to uh, that we did all we did go with aaron Rodgers was three quarterbacks three spots behind josh allen but it, the last few weeks josh allen what he was able to do for fantasy where even with sitting a, one of the halves he had 31 20 against pittsburgh but he it was week 14 the first week still not too bad then he had 39 and 33 so he was league winning for you, uh, and that's why we went with what we went with. Anything else you guys want to say with that? Nope. Go Josh Allen. No? Good. Go Josh Allen. All right. Uh, next one is going to be the rookie of the year. Uh, this one had another another good players that were up for it. Uh, we saw Antonio Gibson come out. Uh, we saw James Robinson do a lot of good things, uh, as we know. Uh, but, Eric, why don't you ultimately tell us who we went with? Dun, dun, dun. With wide receiver Justin Jefferson for 500. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I I wanted to go Robinson, but I was ruled out by by the two of you. So uh, let us know why you guys wanted to go with him. Oh, I the reason I wanted to go with him. I mean, I think I gave Jefferson not not that I gave him crap because I didn't not that I didn't think he was a good player, but I. I didn't think that Kirk Cousins was a good player, and I didn't think that offense was going to be able to, to, you know, get Justin Jefferson, a rookie wide receiver, involved without any training camp, without any any OTAs, without any of that offseason um, stuff. But Justin Jefferson proved me wrong, and he he somehow succeeded with Kirk Cousins at his as his quarterback, and I thought he had a you know a great rookie season, and I can't wait to see what else he he's able to accomplish in the league. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. We all know that um, I love him. He was my number one uh, rookie coming in. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if you said that. Sorry, sixth in PPR scoring. Um, had the, the rookie uh, yard record over 1,400 yards, which was second in the second by wide receivers. So it, it's he didn't seem like he had a lot of opportunity. But he did capitalize on all of it, and he did have seven 100-yard games, had a few long touchdowns, so we know he can do it. But uh, a big reason that uh, he was big on our list, as I keep trying to see what I did here with the AP, he was the 50th wide receiver, 120th overall. So, yeah, nobody, even myself, nobody saw this performance coming. It's something you always hope for. Um, but, know. yeah, congrats to Justin Jefferson. And, you know, he only had seven receiving touchdowns, too, which is crazy. That was tied for 17th in the league. So there's more to come from him, man, if, uh, if you could get your hands on him. 
Then you go, uh, yeah. Um, I thought he had nine, no? I'm looking at Pro Football Focus right now. He's 17 receiving touchdowns. That's what they're saying. Wait. 17? Or seven. I'm sorry, seven. Um, He's tied for seven. Yeah, just tied for seven. Um, Yeah, we know that uh, that DK and him are, are in the talks for you know, being that third, fourth, DK's been talking about as a number one, but we know a lot of people are talking about them um, as those next number one elite wide receivers. So three more left. Let's talk about the steal of the draft. Um, so obviously this is massive value that you want to get out of somebody or whatever, I guess you want to go for it. But um, we judge this based on obviously the draft ADP and where were they going to finish for the year? So Keenan, who did we go with? We went with Stefan Diggs, another um... – you know, another Buffalo Bill. I mean, he, what do we? What was he drafted in the fifth round? Um, in most most leagues, I, Eric, I think round. sixth round most leagues. I mean, he had, he had he had 162 targets, which was first in the league. 127 receptions was first in the league. He had uh, 15 over 1500 yards in receiving, which was first in the league. How can you be wrong? Drafting someone in the sixth round and he dominates, dominates. You know. He's the best wide receiver on the field um, this past year, so um, those numbers don't lie. Oh, I'm sorry. He was actually 27th in PPR. I had standard on there, so he was even lower in PPR. Yeah, that's a steal. Who? Yeah, was- honestly, honestly, I don't think even you know we're all, we're all three of us are Bills fans. Obviously, I don't think we thought that we would have this good of a wide receiver on our team, even after we traded for Stephon Diggs. We weren't expecting this. No, we weren't. I mean, I was talking about 130, 140 targets that he needs to get. Nowhere near that I expect 166. It's amazing. I love it. I love you come and his value is completely different, especially in Dynasty. So excited to dig into that. So with there being a steal of the draft, of course, there's got to be dud of the draft. So what, Eric? He's Eric's boy. Um, I know. Actually, I'm say I might take this one, actually, if that's okay with you. Eric can have the next one. Our, our, dud, our dud is... Zeke Elliott, and it's not – we're not looking to, like, be martyrs here or anything and, and say, oh, well, you know, he didn't have Dak Prescott or anything. But Dak Prescott wasn't Dak Prescott forever for these first five weeks. Like, that's not what the normal Dak Prescott that we've seen. So it's like there's literally uh, – and the, that line wasn't the worst line in the NFL. So it's really not much of an excuse for him to uh, to only have one 100-yard rushing game on the season. Uh, two, actually – two, sorry two but he only had two of them and he didn't have a touchdown after week five until week 17 where he got a, a final touchdown so uh, unfortunately when you have first round value when you have a top two pick which consensus for the most places was zeke at number two that's a dud for me man um he was doing really well in the first five weeks uh, had a lot of a lot of good performances but only three games of double digits after week five after Dak left so as much as that stunk zeke still shouldn't have not had a game without really scoring touchdowns so yeah yeah, unfortunate. Eric, our free agent find. Wrap up our awards. Yeah, uh, this was our second runner-up for uh, Rookie of the Year, and that's James Robinson, uh, running back for Jacksonville. Um, I think this is pretty obvious. He is, what, the fourth running back overall in fantasy, I believe. Um, and, yeah, I, you know, this is pretty unanimous. Uh, you got him on waivers in, in all leagues, so – you know, nobody expected this. Even after Fournette was cut, you know, people were going after Raquel Armstead. And I drafted him in like three leagues. 
Yeah. Half so, people were going after Armstead, half people were going after Robinson, but but yeah, he, he played great and now he gets Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. So I'm excited to see what, what he has in the future. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement for him. Uh we saw Philip Lindsay come out as an undrafted free agent. So it's it was exciting to see another one do that. And and who knows who knows what's gonna happen. But yeah, I mean uh, it was Raquel. I'm Raquel. Oof, you, you, you struggled too. Raquel Armstead. Uh, if Mr. he hadn't gotten COVID, COVID who knows? Yeah, Mr. Yeah, who knows with uh, James Robinson? So it's very unfortunate that that did happen. Uh, but it was nice to see James Robinson break out. Um, so yeah, so that would be our free agent find. So that wraps up the awards. Uh, MVP Josh Allen, rookie of Justin Jefferson, steal of draft, Stephon Diggs, draft day dud would have been Zeke Elliott. And our free agent find is going to be James Robinson. So got to squeeze those awards in. Uh, still kind of fresh. Weren't able to fit it in last week. But uh, that's going to wrap up the episode for the week. Getting really excited to have football here in a little over an hour uh, when the Rams and Packers are able to square off. So uh, once again, let's just wrap up here. Uh, anybody listening, thanks so much. Um, find us at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Antonio Denisi FF. You can find Eric at Eric D underscore FF and Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. If you're checking us out, obviously you can see him right here in the corner. What do you guys have to wrap us up? You know when I said that the Rams anything, are going to beat anything? the Bills? You know when I said that about a half hour ago? Yeah, you did. Fortunately. Well, I lied. The Bills are going to win. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> Go, Bills. Go Bills. We're going to win. You're the worst, man. You're the worst. Uh, yeah, but, uh, check out uh, DynastyMafiaPodcast.net not network for the website. Uh, we got Jeremy Popelar's Pope's FFH. FHH. No, FFH. Damn, I always mess up the F. Sorry, Jeremy. I love you, buddy. But we got him sending articles our way. Also, a new writer for Yards Per. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, other than that, I think we're good, right? Everybody, good luck to your teams this weekend, uh, unless you're playing the Bills. Yeah. Mafia out. <laughs>